Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Internet Cafe, with your host, Wanda Williams. Um, my guest today is Harvey Scales, and I'm just waiting for him to call on in. And we'll be right back. We're going to listen to a little music, and we'll be right back. Thank you. I am back. I am still waiting for Harvey Scales to call in. Uh, this is Wanda Williams on Internet Cafe. Thank you so much for uh, listening. I um, am a big fan of Harvey's. Um, I used to watch his show uh, as I was growing up, and he's always been uh, somewhat of a hero to me because um, he had a show on in Milwaukee, and me and my family would just sit around and we'd just watch it, and it was just so exciting to us to see uh, live music on um, TV. So it was a great thrill for, for us. And Harvey Scales, I saw him perform the other night, and he's better than ever. He's fabulous. So I'm uh, very, very excited to have him in. He's in Atlanta so um, we're trying to connect. I talked to him about 10 minutes ago, so he's trying to, to connect with me. Uh, I'm not a technical person, and he's not a technical person either, so <laughs> we're just waiting for him to call. So um, uh, he should be he should be calling in very soon. I hope so. I'm calling him right now, 
and see uh, what's going on here. He should be calling in at 8 o'clock, but he is in Atlanta, so sometimes the times get all uh, messed up. So um, he should be calling. Hello? Harvey, call me uh, on your number. And uh, the show is on right now. You, do you have the number? Uh, yeah, nine two nine. Yeah, let me go right where I was. Okay, nine two nine four seven seven three seven nine three. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I'll connect you. Just give the, give me a call, and, and I'm just waiting to hear from you. Thank you so much. Okay, baby. Bye bye. Yeah, so he's going to connect to us. He's in Atlanta, and he's a very busy man, so I really, really appreciate him um, coming on the show. And, uh, again, I saw him perform. Uh, he was here a couple of days ago. He was performing uh, at the Transfer uh, Pizzeria Cafe, and he was awesome as usual. He also was at Summerfest. And he opened for the spinners And oh my god it was standing room only He had the crowd just Going and going And uh, we just couldn't stop So we was I was very Very happy and excited to see Him again to see Your idol um, Someone you idolized growing up and you never Think you're going to meet him And um, all of a sudden uh, He you meet them They're, they're there so I'm like, oh, my God, I was in awe, in awe. So we had a lot of respect for Harvey Scales. He's written quite a few hit songs, and um, and he's been always there on the front line of uh, music um, as far as uh, getting it out there and having uh, his own show uh, many, many years ago. I Probably um, if you're as uh, young as me, uh, you will remember it. And it was a, it was just very kind of a psychedelic type of a thing, and the music went with it. It was just, it was just different. In those days, um, uh, lots of bands always performed on uh, TV, and um, we had the. Um, I, I am really dating myself. I shouldn't date myself like this. We had um, the Midnight Special, um, Don Kirshner you know, uh, concerts on, and they always would come on late at night, like 12 o'clock, so we had to wait up and uh, listen to these shows. And I've seen people like Bob Marley live on stage, and what was so great about it is that performers, we knew who the performers were, uh, Stevie Wonder, um, live, you know, you know, you're in the front row seat because um, – you're watching it on TV. So it was a great experience. And now we have, you know, the other shows where people come on and they perform too, but it was just so magical to see your stars perform live and no limp syncing and and um, they were just, you know, awesome, just very awesome. And it, it was just a, a very special time. And we knew Earth, Wind & Fire, you know, see live on TV, you know, doing concerts and things of that nature. So uh, it was a very, very uh, awesome time to to be in music. It was on the, the forefront, you know, Sly and the Family Stone. And I'm going back. So some people like, whoo, Sly and the Family Stone. Sign the family stone, and um, it was just an awful time for for music and um, being different. You know, George Clinton, um, Bootsy Collins. I'm going. I'm going back. Some of them are still around, so make no mistake. And um, seeing James Brown uh, live uh, was also pretty awesome. So. Um, we had just a really, really, really um, good time back. Back, everybody always think back in the day was always the best time. When I was growing up, this was so great. Now it's not like it was. You know, things change. Technology, technology changes, and um, um, it, it just changes. You know, we we didn't have cell phones back in them days. That's why I have so many problems with my cell phone. I didn't. I didn't know about a cell phone, and so many. Uh, things have just have just changed, 
you know, for us. So um, I'm calling Harvey again to see if he's having some issues getting uh, connected. And let's see, I might have to just interview him. On uh, uh, hi, did you you didn't get connected? Yeah, yeah, I called and it was a uh, message said the show is not on yet. Call back in fifteen minutes. Oh no, I got you. I got you on the phone right now, so so we can hear you, Harvey. So how you doing? Oh, okay. You're in Atlanta. Uh, I'm doing great. I arrived in Atlanta at 10 o'clock this morning. Really? Really? Wow. You were just here a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, I just when I saw you a couple of days ago. It was yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get the pics that I sent you? Uh, On your cell phone? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I did. I still didn't get a chance to, to pull it up. Okay. But, oh. I, but, I, but I know if you said you sent it, you sent it. That's you, you know. Yes, I did. I did send them. You know. That's what I, that's what I love about you. You take care of business. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, um, you were like an idol uh, to me and my brothers and and sisters because we used to watch you on TV. And yes, yes. And what was the name of the show again? Yeah, the grapevine. But it was always uh, Vic Zip Pits and the Cheaters. Is that what it was? Right, you know, being a writer, 
and James Brown when I went to see him a lot in Milwaukee. He's come to Milwaukee a lot, a lot of times for O.C. White. Yes. And then what, what year was that? That was like 64, 65, around in there. Did you have any fear? Because you know we didn't go on the south side much. That's what I said. We had to march and protest to get <coughs> to go on the south side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so me, I was, I was on the south side all the time because I was staying over there. Wow. You didn't, get, you didn't have any fear? Were you afraid? I think there still are a few around. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. But anyway, they kind of like adapted us, so they didn't like many African Americans either, you know. Why do you think they liked you so much? Why do you think they liked you so much? Because, you know, back in them you days. Know, you know what? I never could figure that out um, about myself anyway. But I always, since I was performing at any time, I had a large um, Caucasian following. I was the first entertainer to go up to Green Bay. I went up there for two to play uh, three days and ended up staying up there two years. Really? What happened was, yeah, what happened was, see, when I went up, the twist is real big. When I was dubbed as Twist and Harvey, because I twisted Chubby Checker one time at a show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. As a matter of fact, that was in in Hartford, Wisconsin, a place called Marty Zipko's way back then. And I think it was 62, 63, something like that. And uh, I ended up going up to Green Bay with this group called the Royal Lancers uh, as a lead singer. I mean, as a guest artist of theirs. Uh, and, and uh, man, I, yeah, you know, I don't know what it was. And then the, the bass player lived up there. Next thing I knew, I was named Mike Lashay. Next thing I knew, I was living with him and his family up there. And, then, and we had a power, and like you wouldn't believe me, to come see Twist and Harvey. <laughs> so that was your name, Twist and Harvey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow. So um, how long did you stay here in Milwaukee? Uh, it wasn't Milwaukee, so you were in Cudahy? Was he? I, 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 
now that we're talking about that because they got a lot of stuff from me and the Seven Sounds, you know. Prince did? The long, the long, yeah, the long suits on stage and the hats and all Yeah, that. you right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and Mars them still dressed like that. So does Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yes, yes, most mm-hmm. definitely. That's that's. That's something. So you 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 were there when it all started. Yeah, yeah. See, they, see, we played Minneapolis at the nightclubs on Friday and Saturday, and on Sundays we played at the uh, Minneapolis Teen Center, uh, which all the young groups would be there, you know, and they would open up for like Mars Day now and then. A lot of a lot of different young groups in Minneapolis at that time, you know, and. Uh, I can, I can remember the first time uh, I played up there, my friend, uh, uh, Jeffy, who was a friend of Prince's, and he had Prince's first deal with first deal with uh, Warner Brothers. Hmm. Uh, and Prince, like I said, was 13 at that time, before, you know, way before he got a deal. And uh, he, he said, man, you got to see this child prodigy up here. I said, well, man, I'll be with the band. We got to start in, in, in pretty soon. He said, we'll, we'll be back. It's just right over here. And uh, on the, on, I think it was on the south side uh, we were, uh, of Minneapolis. We'll be back at time. I said, okay, we'll go see And I went to see Prince. He was 13 years old. Man, he played every instrument you could think of. I mean, he, his voice was from soprano almost to bass. Uh, he jumped from guitar to drums to keyboards. To everything, you know, uh, except uh, except uh, the horns. You didn't play no saxophone or uh, or trumpet or anything. But all the rhythm instruments, he played them all, including wow. the violin. Really? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, anyway I, I was stuck there for for at least two hours. You know, I was I was kind of late getting getting back to to my band. I already started, you know. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Thirteen! Wow! Yeah, I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see him again until uh, ninety-two, I think it was. Yeah, uh, I, I was in his studio that uh, Paisley Park. Yeah, Paisley Park, right? Uh, I was up there with MC Hammer when he did Too Legit to Quit. I know you're a singer, but how did you know you were a writer? And how many how many hit songs have you written? Because you were telling me before all the songs, which I was very surprised. Yeah, well, really, uh, you know, I did a great, uh, a lot of things with the seven songs as a performer, a singer, a front man. But my biggest thing has been um, the song Disco Lady, which was the first platinum in history. But when I first realized, I, I realized I could write a long time ago because I wrote a song called Grandma Girl that was number one in Milwaukee. <laughs> me and Al Vance, uh, who was my bass player, he wrote a lot of songs with me, and so it was Rudy Jacobs. Then we did a song called uh, Broadway Freeze. That was number one in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love Itis was a big hit, and uh, which was adapted by the, the, the uh, white, uh, blues rock group, um, Jay Giles Band. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that was their first hit, Love Itis. And, um, and, and, uh, then the biggest hit that I had as a writer 
with Disco Lady. And believe it or not, that was the first platinum record in history in 1976. Mm. So I gotta ask, I have to ask you this. Are you still getting royalties from that song? Money, because I know a lot of um. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm still. I've been. I was in the court about about three months ago. Oh my goodness! Wow. Mm-hmm. And you deserve it. You know, you deserve it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because <laughs> you know when people sample you, they're actually taking part of you. You know, mm-hmm. you know it's good sometimes because it brings your name back into the business and all that. But sometimes people don't. The audience don't even know. You know, so that's why, that's why sometimes you like for it to be publicized, you know. Hmm, hmm, okay. So having said all of that, what are the good... Yeah, yeah, excuse, excuse me, you ever heard of Benny Siegel? Yes. The rapper? Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was with Jay-Z, Def Jam at the time, but, uh, yeah, he sampled some of mine, uh, and they, they rewrote some stuff to it called, like, uh, um... Mother's Crying, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Nice song. Right. So do you uh, coordinate with other artists now? Do they call you up and say, hey, Harvey, uh, come on, let's just do something. Let's just write a hit song together and get rich. Do you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you get yeah, that? You know, uh, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, my whole writing career, I always did coordinate with uh, other writers and musicians. quite a bit because I met you a few nights ago. You're the nicest man I've ever met to be such a big star. You know, you're really nice. You're very nice to me, and I love taking pictures of you, and I love taking the video, and the video is doing really well, and I thank you for that because it's on my page. And and, uh, the photos are doing really well, too, with the likes and uh, things like that because you're still a very handsome man. So, uh, what did you say? I said thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, uh, I'm sure you get a lot of groupies. and uh, <laughs> I'm sure you have your groupies. You still have your groupies. Are you still living that lifestyle where the women just fall all over you and follow you to yeah, your... Yeah, you know, you don't have those groupies. You have memories. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. No one follows you to your hotel room and... Waiting for you outside your hotel door. They don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you know. Now, now, now you kind of run. Back then you you didn't run. You that's know, right. Them, yeah. <laughs> oh, now yes, right. You do run because you scared. Cause you never know what they want. Uh, <laughs> it ain't like it was then. It ain't what they used to want. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. 
that is so yeah. true. You know, so it's you know that's that's interesting, and we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Uh, has the music industry changed since you? And I, I'm sure it has. But in what ways has it changed from when you got started to now? What's going well, on? I tell you what, because now it's not about talent; it's about money. You have artists now that have no experience. You know, they haven't done anything. You know, they just put out a hip hop song and it goes viral or it sells a million records, and uh, that's it. They, they don't know anything. That's why you see them on stage and they just walk across from one end to the other. You know, holding a you know, you know what. And that's why the, that's the whole show. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. They ain't like the temptation with choreography, the dress and the max and all that. And those are, to me, those are like one of the greatest shows, even though uh, I love some of the hip-hop stuff, you know. And and I realize the, the, the style of dress is different, you know. They, I mean, they don't wear, wear the dressed-up suits and stuff like we used to wear. Mm-hmm. They throw on the jersey and some jeans and some tennis shoes, and, and it comes... Uh, the cover artist right now, it costs uh, $200 to get in the film. Yes. And, and we never had a different price like that nowadays. Even James Brown, it, it was never that much, you know. Mm-hmm. And for some of the some of the acts, it's like a 1000 Some of them are like a 1000 Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And Michael Jackson was, wasn't even commanding that kind of money at the gate. You know, and to me, he's one of the greatest performers ever. Mm-hmm. Did you... I've been since he was nine years old. Oh, you did meet Michael Jackson? Yeah, Michael Jackson was from Gary, Indiana, Abel, nine miles from Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Wow. You know, and uh, we used to play over there every weekend, too. You know, because Milwaukee was like in the center of, of Minneapolis and Chicago and Madison, Wisconsin, which is a three-hot area. So when you saw him perform, what did you think? You you, you thought uh, Prince was oh, a genius? Oh. Yeah, you know, so uh, 
mm-hmm. of the chilling circuit and all that. And see, like I said, what the chilling circuit is is going to the school because Sammy Davis Jr. and all the good acts, you know, Billy uh, Holiday, everybody opened the door from the chilling circuit because at first you couldn't get into the to the big things that was happening in the, in the music business. Blacks weren't allowed in Vegas and all that for one time. They made Sammy Davis Jr. When he did get in there, they made him come through the kitchen instead of coming to the front door. Wow. Which was stupid to me because he packed the place. But he was with Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra said so had told him, well, if he can't come in the front door with us, then we're not going to even perform. Wow. Yeah, so that's how black people start performing there. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Did you personally feel the racism towards you? Uh, Did you have to come to the back door, or were you... No, I never went to... That's what I said. It was one weird thing about me. And Milwaukee's supposed to be a real racist place, and I'm sure it is, with some of the policies going on. But God spared me somehow, mostly all that, because as you can see yourself, you see how many white people be surrounding me and hugging me and all yeah, that. Yeah, I noticed and, that. You know, it's been like that always. Well, well again, you're handsome yeah, and you're yeah. talented. Come on now. You know? Yeah, well, I hope the guys don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did see some guys hugging you too that night. I mean, they just want to touch you. You know, because yeah. you're such a star. I mean, in in, in, yeah. in their eyes, in, in my eyes too, because you have been around for so long and you're still performing. And to me, yeah. you're still good. You know, you. It, it, it's a blessing to still be performing. You know. Yes. Yeah, and and uh, and still be read by the, um, I mean, viewed by the hip hop audience as as being good. You know. Because, you know, most hip-hop people try to keep that line of the old and uh, the new apart. Except for people like Snoop uh, Dogg. He, he kind of ventures all this stuff off the old school thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but like me and George Clinton, uh, we were kind of one of the few that's left that's really, you know... Uh, Plays, plays on that same circuit as as we have uh, artists a lot, you know. Mhm, mhm. That's wonderful. Now I'm gonna ask you this question because uh, you've met a lot of people, a lot of stars. People that one of the people that I would always I always wanted to meet was uh, Brian McKnight. I love it. Don't tell me you met him because the next yeah. time I see you, I'm gonna give you a hug. You've met Brian McKnight. this question, Harvey. Can you hook me up with Brian McKnight? I, I, I know he's dating somebody, but I would love to <laughs> just to see him in person. Touch his hand. I love Brian McKnight. He is such a multi-talented uh, young man, and he really doesn't... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what's happened to him. I haven't heard any music I haven't either. Yeah, yeah. I still play his CDs. I have all his CDs. He's so, great. He is awesome. And if you, uh, yeah, the, guy, the, the guy from Milwaukee, uh, what's his name, Mayor Diana Berry, uh, the guy from Milwaukee, who? Oh, you're talking about Eric Benet. Oh, I love to meet him. Right. I've seen him in concert. Oh, my God. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He sounds just like uh, uh, him and Brian Benet sound similar a lot. Yeah, their styles are. Their styles are right, uh, right, pretty right, similar. Yeah. Do you see him? Do you see him a lot? I don't see him now, but I couldn't think of his name right then. It just blew my mind. But he used to live by when I lived on, over on uh, Congress and uh, Congress and Tatonia, you know, which my daughter lives in now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the neighborhood, but so he ran around. Him and his sister ran around with my daughter and him all the time. Oh my goodness! So, uh, um that you know a lot of people 
and I love musicians, and I I love interviewing uh, musicians because uh, you, most of you that I have met are some of the most intelligent people in the world because you're very artistic, you're very creative. Not all, but most of them are very beautiful people, and I love interviewing um, uh, artists because they just have so much to say and to bring so much to the table. And I think that's what makes good writers also. That's why you guys, a lot of you write, that makes good writers and things like that. So I would love to, uh, uh, next time I see you, Harvey, let's talk about this. This is something I'm very excited about. You're coming back for sure Labor Day weekend, and tell me who you are going to be with. Uh, Me and my grandson are hooked up to come like around Labor Day the 3rd of uh, that Sunday, which is the 3rd uh, of uh, September, mm-hmm. uh, Labor Day weekend at Mr. J's of Alfonso Wow. Yeah. So are the tickets going to be like... If we do that, that's going to be a huge, huge crowd. Yes, it's going to be packed. And I, I saw Michael Henderson about maybe 20 years ago. I, 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 I can hook you up with Michael. I tell him every day. You talk to Michael? Did you uh, did, did you mention me? <laughs> I'm an interview with uh, Michael Henderson. Yes, 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 definitely. I'll be promoting it, and I just want to thank you for the opportunity to. I'm going to come down and take pictures and videotape and be screaming and hollering just like everybody else. So when he <laughs> when he says starship, what is it? When he says starship, yeah, yeah, oh, my God. Well, yeah, because, uh, yeah, I did. But I knew you were going to be there, and I was supposed to be there, and uh, I didn't. But uh, I'm not missing this show. Cause I'm yeah, I'm yeah. I'm working. It's just something when I go to shows and stuff, I usually work. You know, I was working the night that I met, I saw you, and I'm yeah, all. I, I, before, before you leave, I just want to tell my friends and my fans something. Wait, go ahead, hon. Yeah, I just want to tell for all my friends and fans that was at um, transfer at Summerfest. Oh, at Summerfest Fears. Uh, I think it was uh, on Sundays at night. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I really love the show, and I believe we put on a good show on every night. But the sound system was horrible, and, uh, and I really didn't have much time to even do my thing. Okay, okay. Because the spinners were there that night, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, but the, who's there in there that's authentic? I, you know, when I saw them, I, I didn't recognize anybody. Uh, Henry's the one that's still there. That's the name, Henry. Okay, okay. The last one. I knew every one of them. He was the last one. She Charge used to be me in the Seven Sound Second Home. Oh, okay. And the main club in town, uh, they had live music. There were two of them. One was like where all the Motown artists played called 20 Grand. Mm-hmm. The other mm-hmm. one was called Phelps Lounge, where more the funkier music. Uh, Michael Henderson, uh, my friend Michael Henderson, 
uh, he produced and wrote uh, a whole album for uh, the Dramatics. Like Michael Henderson, he used to sing with somebody. Wasn't a young lady? He no, was, no, yeah. Uh, what is her? It was two or three of them. It was two and Simon was one. Yes. Was great. Yeah. And, and uh, um, the one that don't let it go to your head. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is her name? That you, you'll get it. But I remember, I remember the relationship that they both had uh, together. Uh, you know what? I really feel that. Because she's here with me in a lot, and and uh, she's really a good friend of mine. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, you know, my mind go blank too. Trust me. Trust and, me on that. Most definitely. Now, I'm going to ask you this question because I know you've met so many people, so many people. And it's hard to, this is a hard question, but I'm going to ask you, who impressed you the most that you have met through your whole career that you said, oh, my God? Because when I saw you, I was like, oh, my God, who did you ever, and I I know this is a hard question because you have met so many talented people. Who would you pick? I met Smokey and Curtis Mayfield, two of the greatest writers, but in the R&B world, but Curtis Mayfield was most influential to me, and I I thought Marvin Gaye was one of the best singers, him and Al Green, so I got quite a few, you know. Yeah, Al, everybody you mentioned, I have their CDs, so that shows you... um, I'm 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 aging myself, and I love all of them. How, how was it meeting Marvin Gaye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew Marvin Gaye real good. How was it? How was he? I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to get any dirt or anything on it. How was he? He's a beautiful person. But he had to be writing beautiful songs. Uh, what's going on? And all these beautiful songs that I listened to. And the song I just wrote about. It's kind of a social type song, more you know, like mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So ain't nothing changed in it, you know. And, and it says uh, Marvin Gaye and Curtis Mayfield, you know, uh, wrote the song that was so for real. Yes. And, you know, and still today, it still ever changed, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like what's going, like what's going. It says uh, they wrote the strong songs. Like people get ready and what's going on. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Never change, you know. Did you ever meet Barry Gordy? Because I know Barry Gordy didn't yeah, want I Marvin Gaye. Barry Gordy and uh, you say you don't see Facebook, but if you had been looking at Facebook last year, you would have seen me every week uh, in Vegas with Barry's daughter Sherry Gordy. Yes, yes, you yes. Know. I do know that because uh, somebody told me that. A little birdie told me that uh, the right, other day. Exactly. And uh, told me about that relationship that you had, and right, uh, right. and that's great. Yeah, we, I still have it too, and because uh, I met her mom and and most of people through her, you know. Yes, yes, and you've just been everywhere. I mean, you've been. I'm sure you've been all over the world with your music, and you don't live here. Where do you live? Uh, I'm in Atlanta. I live in Atlanta. Wow! Is it too? Is it? Is it? How's the weather there? Is it hot there now? It's ninety-four today. Woo! Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a little warm. That's a little warm, but that's okay. I love the summer. I love the summer. So, are you gonna be doing? Yeah, but if you ever go, I know you've probably been there a lot. But going to Vegas is almost too hot because I got ill so out there one time. It was uh, like uh, about a hundred. Mhm. I was in Vegas, and I thought that I, I don't. You know what I thought? Uh, 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 Vegas was hell, hell, because it was so. It was so hot. I mean, it was like 
like no shade. It was like a hot, the hottest stove you could ever have hanging over your head. And there's no breeze. Nothing. Nothing. It's like you, I literally was running from the air conditioner car to the building. (laughs) To get get out of that hot. I have never felt anything so hot in my life. You know when you open the stove to put something in and that, that hot air just come come out on you, it was like a hundred times that. I just couldn't believe how hot it was. And, um, yeah, that's that's close to hell, I think. <laughs> Pretty close. Um, I'm not going to do Vegas for a while. I'll go, I'll go in the winter, but I wouldn't do summer again. I was there in August. So you know it was hot. I know it. Why we did this, I don't know, but yeah. Now, 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 but I pushed it really to come this year because of the pictures. And, you know, me and my band was the first African-American band to ever play Summerfest. Really? Oh, my yeah. goodness, yeah. But you you guys were just the hottest thing in Milwaukee there ever was. Yeah, we were. You yeah, were hot. Yeah, we were. Uh, east side, south side, west side, north side, all over town. You were just, uh, and, I, and you're still hot. I, 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 I just went to a party, um, Saturday to sing for his bride and groom, uh, and they go to Nicolay High School, and they, their parents used to bring us to Nicolay High School to play, you know. They used to have parties and the prom and all that, and also Whitefish Bay and uh, Sherwood, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and all that. And we had always had that... Uh, Southside, and it was, you know, it's the most Caucasian this time. Mhm, mhm. There's a lot of blacks that live on the south side now. Yes. Back then, that was that was unheard of. You you got that right, you know, or you you wasn't gonna be happy over there if you was the only one over there. <laughs> you would be you would be catching hell like then in uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> So yeah, no, that wasn't a nice place to live back then. Well, you know, but it's it's more open up, and there's also Latinos on that side of town, and it's a, it's it's a mixture of people over there now. It's just it, uh, on the south side because we were on the south side, and when I heard that you guys were playing on the south side, uh, old memories came in my head. The south side, I don't go on the south side. It, it it you just never forget it. The south side, no, you know. So um. Uh, when we went, you know, it was cool because I had been over to transfer before. Uh, so, you know, it was cool. I I, I had an excellent time. It's like I had fun, even though I worked. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I told him, uh, yeah, we worked something out. It'll be a full house. Uh, Russ, you know, oh, man, Oh, it would not be enough room because it wasn't enough room that night. No, <laughs> no, no, no. And everybody was crowded around you. And um, okay. and I want I want to thank you for uh, talking to me. And um, no, it's been a pleasure. No, it was. I mean, you know, you're talking to me, and you didn't have to do that. You were a nice you know guy. What? You know one thing I love. A lot of musical people in the business, singers, writers, musicians, play guitar players and all that. But there's very few people from the journalist style side of things. You mm-hmm. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. And uh, it's good you have people like that that knows what's happening in the business or is trying to know. Like this time at Summerfest, it was kind of tripping me out and a little hurting thing because they had one of the guys that advanced picture on the front page of the journal and called him Harvey Scales, and he wasn't. Whoa. Was it a white guy? Uh, did, did, did you read the article? Yeah. 
but yeah, you know what it was. I, I think it was he was probably twenty one, and didn't know. Mhm, mhm. See, when you do stuff like that, you send people that know that kind of music, know 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 the the lead artist is, and the whole trip. You know? Yeah, that that that's not a good thing. They should have corrected that. And uh, I yeah, saw. They, I, uh, they should have retracted. I, I told Bibi that or retracted. She said she told told him to. You know, and I told him definitely don't put it on Facebook because far to tell she did that. Okay. So she did. She did take that down. Okay. I have, but I have some really good pictures of you, and I'm gonna take some even better pictures of you. Um, uh, uh, with the Michael Henderson because I'm going to be there working, <laughs> which yeah, is okay. I, I, I wish you had been because I was so sharp dressed. I, that, that's why I wanted some real good pictures of me. You know? Well, you know, what happened was I was supposed to do it. I, I mean, um, I was supposed to do it, and I just kind of like, oh, I don't know. I, I'm busy a lot, too, so I, I didn't. I don't know what happened. I, I was supposed to go with Jackie, and uh, she didn't come up, so we were going to go together. But uh, the next time you do Summerfest, trust me, I will be there because we, we're, we're going to be doing some stuff together. So, um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I, and I want to work with you on some of my literature stuff, too, because uh, uh, I, I, I've written uh, uh, like a screenplay for like the uh, and it was four five heartbeats and I believe they got a hold of my script because it was just something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I swear to God. Except uh, I had an interracial uh, uh, cast more or less. It was only different. Okay. I okay. Had, it was interracial. It was uh, African Americans, Italian dudes, and the Spanish guy. You know. Yeah. Uh, it, It was. They had black yeah, players yeah. and they had white. Right, it, right, white. Right, right. It was a lot of unity then. It was unity. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was all mixed. And I, yes. This was way back in the fifties, so I, I don't see how they went backwards like that. Yeah. That song. Then a lot of people don't even know that everybody used to love like that teen. Sixteen candles. Woo! Don't do it. Stop now. Stop. You're hurting me. Everybody grew up on that song. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, 
But you don't hear it. There's no such thing as anymore. No. And I'm glad I grew up in that time because I know when I hear something good, and I like it, and I'm more open to all kind of different kind of music. I got, I'm got, i still working on the hip-hop, but uh, I like all different kind of music. Harvey, we have run out of time. But I have oh, – yeah. <laughs> we we're going to do this again. and I run out of time. Yeah, I know. We're going to do this again. And it looks like I'm going to be coming to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, well, I'm in a big show with Candy, and I'm talking about it now, and uh, – Candy and T.I.'s wife, Tiny, um, it, uh, her mother's a real good friend of mine. And uh, another friend of mine got the biggest club in Atlanta and holds the powers of people. So they try to put together a show. Oh, you going to uh, be in the show? For, for, yeah, for, uh, I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm putting, my birthday is the 27th of September, and I'm trying to get them to the, perform there, too. You know, on my, on my birthday at the same club. Well, my brother is a musician, uh, Steve Williams, and he does all my music. Is he down here? Yes, he is. I want you to meet him because he does all my music. Yeah. And this is his music right here that I'm playing. And he is awesome. He's awesome. He, we, he, you, need give, you need to give my number to him because I know we know some of the same people. Uh, you do. You do. Actually, you do. You, you, you do know the same people. I'm. I'm gonna. Talk, I can talk, call him today. <laughs> He'll jump out of his. I will, hon. I'll call him. I want to say thank you. I'm gonna be there with you on uh, Labor Day weekend with you and. Oh my God, Michael I, Henderson. Oh, Michael. I, I know. I know. You just say his name and you just think, Oh, I'm in love. Well, when I think of you, when I think of you, I think of a party. I think of a party when I think of you. Okay, let's just, we're going to party tonight. So I want to thank you again. What? What? Oh, I'm going to interview both of you. I'm going to videotape and interview both of you. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. And um, I'll see you, and we'll talk before then. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for doing the show with me. We had a little bit of a little rough there, but we got it together. You know what they say, the show must go on. It must go on. Yeah, it must go Well, no matter what. you you just going to go on. Thank you again, Harvey Scales. I love you. And I'll see you soon, hon. Bye-bye. Thank you, Wanda Williams, Internet Cafe. Much love. Bye-bye.